Welcome to this hour of Redeemer Radio's Spring share I'm Jacob Laskowski from 86 Creative, and I'm here with members of St. Peter's Parish, which also happens to be my parish. Yay. Hello, 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 everyone. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Glad you guys are here. I'm here especially with Father Patrick Hake, and Father Patrick's going to start this hour with our prayer. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Richest Lord, we thank you for the great gift of our faith and for the great challenge of spreading it to those around us. I see may equip us for our mission and give us the grace just to send forth your word. As you pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Great. Thank you, Father. Um, okay. Also, we have here Dave McDonald from the parish. Welcome, Dave. Thank you, Jacob. Julie Workman as well. Hello. And Kate McDonald. Hi. It's nice to be here. Any relation? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. It's just a mere coincidence. Wow. <laughs> well, great. Well, you guys can introduce yourselves uh, later. Um, before we get started into St. Peter's, I wanted to just talk a little bit about Redeemer Radio and how to give during this hour. Our goal for this hour is to raise $3,000 for Redeemer Radio. And uh, why should anyone call in right now to do that? Um, by the way, it's 260-436-9598 to donate over the phone, or you can text the word GIVE, G-I-V-E, to 260-436-9598. Uh, the most frequent prayer request from listeners of Redeemer Radio is that their children and grandchildren return to the church. Um, and God is asking us to help him answer those prayers. So together we can expand Redeemer's impact to reach your children and grandchildren and others who have left the faith or no longer consider themselves Catholic or even Christian. Your donation gives yourself and thousands of other Catholics in Fort Wayne and South Bend Catholic Radio 24 hours a day seven days a week now if you are not near your phone um, and want to give online you can also go to redeemerradio.com uh, to give right now and click the give now button um, and our incentives if you give a gift a monthly gift of $15 or more you will receive a redeemer radio insulated mug Ooh. a monthly gift of $25 or more receives a redeemer radio insulated mug and get this a chance to get an all-expense-paid trip for the Redeemer Radio pilgrimage to the Holy Land oh. wow. October 2nd through the 12th, 2023. <clears throat> and a one-time gift of $300 or more also receives one entry to win one all-expense-paid trip to that pilgrimage uh, again next fall, October, 12th, uh, October 2nd through the 12th, uh, one entry per donor. That's exciting. Yeah. That sounds like a great trip. Yeah. Uh, so again, you can call now, 260-436-9598 to donate over the phone. You can go to RedeemerRadio.com and click Give Now, or you can text the word Give to 260-436-9598. And our goal, again, is $3,000 for this hour, and we have a dollar-for-dollar -dollar match for up to $500 from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Thank you. Whose Fort Wayne president is a parishioner of St. Peter's. Yes. Um, and so speaking of St. Peter's, um, Father, uh, how long have you been pastor at St. Peter's? Pastor there for about two and a half years now. And right at the heart of quarantine, right? Yes, yes. Started June of 2020. That was a very fun time. 
and church had opened. Mass had opened by yes. that point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So mass had been open for about a month when I, when I first got there. And, um, but it was still like everyone was spaced out. Everyone's wearing masks. You couldn't have small groups. You, yeah, it was a very difficult time for really anything. And, and difficult for you because I know that's really important to your pastoral approach to, to St. Peter's, especially is that getting people together, doing things like secret dinners and oh yes <laughs> like um, you know because that's how that's how we relate to each other is over meals tell me about secret dinners uh, well it's this thing that i'm trying out uh this past past few months in which parishioners sign up and so they sign up to either attend a meal or host a meal and we just pair them up you know so who's so the person who goes up to your house you're not sure who it's going to be you'll know two things one uh, how many people that's, that's important and two, they're a part of your parish family. You know, they're someone you're called to care for and love for, and someone you're called just to be with closely and intimately, you know? So it's very important to realize that the faith is not like a lone ranger faith, you know? We need a family in order to grow in our faith. Secret Dinners is a way for us to enable that, which, which people are so busy, you know, you're able to figure out what days work for you and meet with those people. And, and you mentioned the other day a story about, a success story, if you oh. will, <laughs> about uh, secret dinners at St. Peter's where somebody came over and because of that, something happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so there's, this, there's this young couple with a new baby and there was this elderly lady and this young couple was like, man, it's hard for us to get away because babysitters are so expensive. And, and, this, and this elderly lady offered to be, to be a free babysitter like whenever they wanted to. You know, so like this young couple, like they had needs that they couldn't meet by themselves. This old lady, elderly lady, she had needs that she couldn't meet by herself. But because they were they were all together via this secret dinner, they were able to just like to help each other out and just be a true family. That's great, and a free babysitter. And a free babysitter. <laughs> yeah, that's everybody's gonna want to come to secret dinners. <laughs> yeah, well, when, when I first saw the invitation, I thought, you know, I love to host dinners. But a secret dinner is another step. You know? like, who's going to show up? Um, so have any of you guys done any of the secret dinners yet? Not yet. Yeah. Not been courageous enough. <laughs> We're on round two, so there's, yeah. there's still time. Round two's coming. I check the bulletin. Um, so on, on a bigger level, why, why are secret dinners important? I think Or dinner in general. Like, why are, why are meals important for parishioners? I think because, like, in our world, the biggest problem right now is just, like, a lack of connection. Like connected to God, it's important, but also like connection to each other. Oftentimes, we are so focused upon like our individual pursuits that we just lose passion, hope, and everything because like we're not meant to be by ourselves. And just like having like sharing a meal is a way to remind ourselves. Actually, I'm not meant. I'm not meant to. I'm not meant. To, I'm not meant for myself. I'm meant for others. And like, and I'm, and I'm able to do. What I'm able to do. What I'm able to do is to care for them. And I'm able to. I'm able to let them care for me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. So, Dave, uh, I know your passion is making people feel welcome at the parish. Right. Um, right. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing right now. With so, the... like, just for example, last night we had our men's group. Uh, we meet on the third Thursday of every month. Um, we have a group of about eight to fifteen guys who show up, fathers and future fathers of the parish. Um, so, we also have uh, bourbon and cigars that Father provides, or the parish provides or we, or we bring ourselves yeah. plus other light refreshments as well so we're reading a book right now father we just had our first uh, meeting with a new book and i can't remember the title of that wild at heart by john eldritch mm. right so we use that as uh, just sort of a 
discussion point. So if I'll read from the book, we'll discuss among ourselves reading uh, an edition that was about 20 years old. So some of the information is a little out of date, but uh, we're comparing and contrasting how things might be today, looking at it from our perspective. Back at the time when VHSs were a big thing, um, things have changed quite a bit since then. Uh, they've got a good group of guys, and, and as Father mentioned, you know, talking about dinners, it's important as men for us to gather together, share our struggles, our, our highs and our lows, or um, other things that we're dealing with in our lives in a very informal atmosphere um, at the rectory. So that's been very good. Um, mm -hmm. Getting to uh, know the other men in the parish quite a bit better, uh, and it's been really a good way to connect with those people. That's yeah, great. that's excellent. And, and last year, a year ago, um, we had three guys at our parish who did Exodus 90 together. Yes. And this year, uh, Father was able to corral, what was it, 18, 19? Eight. So, the, so, the, so, the, so, the, so there were 18 at the start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there were 18 at the, on day one of Exodus 90. Yes, yes. We won't say how many finished, but... When they, as they got a little bit further in, they are able to discern... Is this, good for me? is this good for me? Is this good for me right now? A few dropped off. Right. Yeah. That, that is a good discernment. <laughs> but you stuck uh, with it, Father, right? Yes. yes. Both years. Yeah. Not very well, but I was there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so you can answer this, or, or Dave as well. You know, what? What? Why is men's ministry important uniquely to St. Peter's? Hmm. I was, and, and, and ministry to fathers. You had mentioned like right. current fathers and future fathers come to this bourbon and cigar night. I would just say that the fathers, like they have a lot of power and authority in their family, like to lead and to serve. And that so oftentimes, like guys aren't equipped to use that power in healthy ways, right. which leads them to either to be too aggressive and harmful or be too passive and also harmful, you know? And like we, and like oftentimes we just, we just need support to know, okay, like how do I handle the situation in my life? Like how am I called to love my, my family more deeply? And if you can win over the fathers in the, in the household, the rest of the family will come as well. I don't have the statistics in front of me, but um, if the mother is religious and follows her faith, it's one thing. But statistically, it's almost ex it's exponentially higher when the, when the father's involved, showing how important his faith is to them as well, to him as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful. So, Julie, um, one of the bigger parts of ministry at St. Peter's is St. Vincent de Paul, which you're a part of, right? Yes. And um, there's a house dedicated to St. Vincent de Paul, and there's all kinds of activities. Can you tell us a little bit about what, what's happening currently? We have a food pantry that's open once a week, and uh, we t currently we take anybody. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> For a while, we were within our boundaries, but um, since COVID, things have changed a little bit, so we've opened it up a little bit. And recently, we've had more requests for help with um, w strange things. Um, a lot of rent help, of course, because mm -hmm. people are hurting to pay their rent. And uh, always utility help, but furniture. And also, this, the, the kind of strange things we've been getting is more like gas for their car to get to work. Mm -hmm. And those kind of things, you know, where there's smaller amounts where they just needed a little help, you know. Mm -hmm. and Or clothing for their job that they just, you know, they just started a new job and they need a certain outfit. And... Um, we've even had requests for help with um, a lady that was living in a tent who finally got into a, a, a trailer and she needed fuel for her um, camp stove so she could cook, mm. you know, things like that, that 
um, are something we don't think about, mm-hmm. but we get all kinds of requests. And just not too long ago, Father introduced me to a woman after stations, and she had been released from Parkview Behavior Parkview Behavior Health, and she couldn't. She was not from here, and she had been thrown out of her apartment because she was in the hospital, and then. Um, she wanted to go home, but she couldn't. So she wanted to go to her sister's in Indianapolis, but had no money to get there. She had money, but it was in a bank, not in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. So I got her a $23 Greyhound bus ticket to get back to her sister's house in Indy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she would have been sleeping on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. it's just those little things that pop up. Yeah. And does that happen on a weekly basis where there's very, like, you know, interesting circumstances that you're you're needing to help or is that it's been more often recently yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um i would say at least every other week i have kind of a strange request you Mm -hmm. know and i just try to find a way to work it through right so right i i was sitting there that night trying to figure out what can we do with this lady i don't want her to sleep on the on the street you know and and then I think the Holy Spirit just told me, call Greyhound Bus. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And, and, and are you there throughout the whole day on, on that one day a week? Pretty much, yeah. 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 That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, well, hey, just again, a, a reminder um, to give during this hour. We're trying to raise $3,000 for the work and mission of Redeemer Radio. Uh, and we have a dollar-for-dollar dollar match up to $500 from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. I want to thank Lori Smith and Grace Johnston and Marie Adelman for their pledges to Redeemer Radio. Thank you for listening uh, thank you. and giving. Um, you know, you can give online at RedeemerRadio.com and click the Give Now button. You can also call... I lost my number. 260-436-9598. That is 260-436-9598. Excellent. Thank you, Father. And you can also text the word GIVE to that same number. What was the number, Father? That was 260-436-9598. And just just a shout out to the Rosary Sodality, Grace and Marie. We put out a a call this morning for Rosary Sodality to donate. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. (laughs) Is Marie from France? Is that the same Marie no. that I'm thinking of? Okay. I don't think so. A different Marie then. I don't think so either. <laughs> okay. Um, so before we move on a little bit, I wanted to a- ask another follow-up question on, on St. Vincent de Paul. Um, you had mentioned the, the one situation where she wasn't from here, but would you say most of the people that come around are from the neighborhood, and do you get to know them at all? Or is oh, it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We know a lot of the people by name. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. And, you know, we meet new ones all the time. This week we had a, a lot of new people, um, but they tend to return and, you know, we get to know them. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's part of the ministry, too, I bet. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We have some people that come to the pantry just to socialize. Yeah. There's, we know especially, especially one, he comes just to socialize. Yeah. That's it. And I'm so glad you're there because you're great at socializing. Oh. <laughs> I might, I might come around sometimes. <laughs> well, that can be good and bad. <laughs> well, and what a beautiful, a beautiful thing that not only are you giving assistance to these people in need, but you're also giving them Christ in yeah. love and community where if they're lonely or if they need someone to talk to, that's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had one man that comes <clears throat> that had lost his wife a couple of years before and was really mourning her. He was really struggling. And we just kept encouraging him to go get help, get help, you know, and and kept saying, you know, just he, he believed in God and, and we just kept encouraging him with those words. And 
he, um, you know, now he comes in with a smile on his face. And we were we were a little worried about him for a while there, <laughs> yeah. but he he's he's doing great now. So that's wonderful. Yeah. So Kate, you are the parish assistant and also youth ministry, correct? Uh-huh. And so I would imagine sometimes is there some crossover that people are coming to the rectory and and you send them over to Julie. Uh, yeah, I I think that um, honestly most of the calls that we get during the day are to the food pantry, and so it's just well here's their number, <laughs> talk to Julie. Um, no, we have a lot of people call in, um, just asking for assistance and needing help, and so it's really it's I think it's cool that they know that we're willing to help. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, as youth ministry coordinator, um, tell me a little bit about the work that you've done so far, because this is a fairly new ministry mm-hmm. at the parish. Um, but be- because there are so many new families at the parish and younger families, there was obviously a need to serve junior high and high school students. So tell me a little bit about what you've started. Yeah. So um, youth ministry has only been going on at St. Peter's for about two years now. Um, there really wasn't anything, to my knowledge, for kids or families Um, before that, but we now have a middle school youth group from fifth grade to eighth grade and then a high school youth group as well. Um, And our middle school youth group meets first and third Saturdays and our high school youth group meets second and fourth Saturdays. And we also have family catechesis for um, young families. So the whole family gathers together each um, first Saturday of the month for mass and then uh, talk by father for the parents and older kids. And then all of the younger kids are split into age groups and um, with teachers to teach them a certain topic on the faith. And then they go home with their families and study those topics for the rest of the month. And so it's it's a exciting thing that was brought to our parish. I know that they've done it in other parishes in Indiana as well to really refocus catechesis, not just on the kids coming to the parish and a religious ed teacher teaching them, but that as a parish, our goal is to encourage the whole family Mm -hmm. in their growth of faith. And so that's something we try to do in youth ministry as well is to equip the parents um, to be able to bring the faith to their kids so they're not just sending us them to the experts as youth ministers (laughs) because we're not really experts either. (laughs) And 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 it really is family catechesis. Um, There's no drop off, right? Like you don't drop your kids and and they go inside. It's Mm -hmm. the family comes and receives catechesis. And Father, you had mentioned before, like it's not even so much. Well, I don't have any kids. Well, you're still part of the parish family, and therefore you are still welcome to come to the catechesis side for the adults. Um, Father, would you tell us a little bit about what the adults learn and and, and what's going on for them during this? Mm -hmm. So every month we're given like a topic to talk upon, the topic that's given to all the kids at age appropriate levels. And the adults are are given an adult level version of that. Uh, So this upcoming Saturday, the talk should be about the Holy Spirit. So so all all the kids are are, are going to go through it at their own age appropriate levels. And the adults are just going to get what's in the catechism, you know? This is what it says here, examples. And this, like, give them questions also to, like, discuss it about how, like, about how it affects their own lives as well. And, and what was your, you know, interest in such a different approach to catechesis? Uh, I'll just say this, like, looking at the fruits of what we do in the past and saying, well, most of those kids hate school and we give them more school and they hate it again. Okay, well, let's make it so it's not, it's like one part of your life school that you hate based, but 
part of your family where you can where it's able to grow in love mm -hmm. you know yeah and so kate you were saying uh, from that approach of of family catechesis mm -hmm. you take that into junior high and to the high school right? yeah we really try and um in both middle school and high school youth groups, we our focus is to create mini disciples, young mm -hmm. disciples, and help train those kids in their faith so that they become faithful Catholics and hopefully saints one day. And so um, we try to focus on topics that are not just relevant, but age appropriate to the kids and things that they're going um, through in their everyday life, such as um, bullying and making friends, and then for the high schoolers, dating and um, and social media, social media, things like that, um, and not just give that to the kids, but if the parents are willing, then also try to give that to the parents as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. <coughs> so uh, you mentioned the, the, the word disciple. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to, you know, get Father your input too. What is what does it mean to be a disciple, especially like as a junior high student or, you know, at St. Peter's, what does discipleship look like? Discipleship looks like following Christ and like letting and like and like laying down your nets, your own earthly desires, your own earthly pursuits in order to follow Christ more fully. You know, living a life that's aimed not just for the next day, but for heaven. Mm hmm. Yeah, and Kate, your approach in, in junior high and high school, like what what does that look like as you're teaching them how to become disciples? So for the middle schoolers this past semester, we've done an eight-part series on the Beatitudes. And that sounds really boring, <laughs> but we worked really hard to make it as exciting as we possibly can. So um, for instance, the first, um, the first Beatitude is um, blessed are the poor in spirit. Um, and so... Not only did we discuss like this is what uh, this is what someone who is poor in spirit looks like. It being poor in spirit means having the freedom to receive what God has for you, but also to give freely as well. And so, um, so we gave examples to the kids like um, being poor in spirit is uh, giving up your hoodie if someone if someone asks for it and being gracious and not gossiping about other people. And then we did an activity where um, we had all of the kids hold out their hands and um, we poured rice in their hands and they had to pour it into the next person's hands without losing any of it to teach. Like if you receive something you have to from God, everything is a gift from God. And so, and so the goal is to be able to give that to others as well and not to hold on to anything for yourself. And um, we do a lot of um, a lot of adoration <coughs> at um, at youth group, but the kids absolutely love it. That's one of the things that they ask for again and again. Please, can we do more than a half an hour of adoration? Which I think is funny because what kid wants to sit for half an hour yeah. in silence? We have good kids. But they, they're really, really good kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they that's, really love it. That's excellent. Well, hey, we are um, going to take a quick break. Uh, but before we go, just a reminder, uh, you can give right now online at RedeemerRadio.com. Click the Give Now button. You can also call 260-436-9598. Or you can text the word GIVE to that same number. Which is 260-436-9598. Now I see where you're looking at it. I couldn't find it. <laughs> oh. um, okay, so please give to Redeemer Radio. Again, uh, we have a dollar-for-dollar dollar match up to $500 from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. I also want to thank Dan Kiefer and Carol Shoemaker for your pledge. Uh, thanks for listening and pledging. We'll be back in just a little bit. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Father about Quo Vadis. Mm. Oh. If you're interested in what that means, stay tuned.
You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Shareathon on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. I think as Catholics, we have a duty to evangelize. We don't always do the best job with that. And I think for me, Redeemer Radio has helped me understand my faith better and also be able to explain it to others in a way that is uh, humble, meek, and uh, respectful. Joining our mission is even easier with our mobile app. Download Redeemer Radio's app to your Apple or Android device and click Give Now. This is Bishop Kevin Rhodes. On my program, Truth and Charity, I'm able to connect with the faithful across our diocese each week, discussing a variety of topics and answering your questions. Thank you for listening to and supporting Catholic programming like Truth and Charity, heard right here on Redeemer Radio. We recently received notice that, within the next six months, we will have to move the transmitter used to broadcast Redeemer Radio to the Fort Wayne area. We have a committee of radio and legal experts helping us navigate this complicated and expensive process, but we need you, all of our listeners, to please consider making a truly sacrificial gift so that we have the funds needed to relocate our tower as well as cover FCC and legal fees. Join us in praying for a solution that sustains our reach and mission. Redeemer Radio equips listeners to evangelize so that God can work miracles in our families, neighborhoods, and communities. Every donation helps us reach more souls for Christ as the seeds of faith are spread. We'll never know how many souls are saved because of the generosity of listeners like you. Help us continue reaching souls for Christ. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio's share Thank you for tuning in to your listener-supported local Catholic radio station. And welcome back to Redeemer Radio's Spring share I'm Jacob Laskowski here with parishioners of St. Peter's Parish in Fort Wayne and Father Patrick Hake, the pastor. Yes. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. And um, just as a reminder, you can give to Spring share by going online at RedeemerRadio.com and clicking Give Now, or you can call the number 260-436-9598. There's incredible volunteers here waiting for your call, or you can text the word Give again to that number. Sorry, I took your role, Father. I guess I'll say it again. Don't worry. 260-436-9598. Excellent. So as we left, um, I had mentioned the Latin term quo vadis, and it is a term that, um, well, I'll let you tell where that comes from, Father. Uh, so the story comes that St. Peter, uh, towards the end of his life, there was persecution in Rome, 
and their Christians there convinced him to flee the city for his safety. But on the way out, he had a vision of Christ carrying his cross. And he asked the Lord, Quavadis, Lord, where are you going? And Christ said that I am going towards, towards Rome to be crucified. And Peter realized that his direction in life was not where Christ was going. And he asked himself, Quavadis, and he, and he decided to turn around and go back to Rome to be that image of Christ to his people. So in our parish, we're asking ourselves that same question, Quavadis, where are we going? Are we following Christ right now? And what has to change in order to follow him more deeply? So, so, we're, so we're in the midst of, do, of doing a five-year um, plan. We're currently in the planning part of that. <laughs> and just like talking to people and asking them, okay, like what do you want to see from our parish? How do you want us to grow? Like where is Christ leading us, Quavadis? And, and going back to the story that you shared, you know, as was this on the road to Emmaus? This is on the Appian Way. Appian so it's in, Way. So it's yeah. in Rome. And and Peter's asking him, "Where are you going? Um, were they walking together?" Or uh, so Peter was fleeing, and Christ was and Christ was carrying his cross. He was fleeing Rome. Yeah, yeah. And Christ was coming, and he was saying, "I'm going to Rome to be crucified again." Yeah. And that told Peter, "Oh, I think I know what I'm supposed to do." <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And that's what happened, right? Mm-hmm. And and crucified, but he didn't want to be. Um, um, to uh, what am I? What's the word I'm thinking of? He didn't want to die the way Christ died, in the sense that he didn't he didn't feel like worthy enough. And so, what did he do? He has to be crucified upside down. Yeah, and didn't you say at St. Peter somewhere there's an upside down cross? Um, on our Easter candle, there's an upside down cross. That's what it was. Yeah, which caught you off guard. It I think. did. It did. Yeah. I did not see that when I ordered it, <laughs> <laughs> but it worked perfectly for our parish. That's St. Peter's, and that's how he died. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, where are you going? You've also mentioned, you know, on a personal level, like um, kind of the idea of if nothing changes, nothing will change, right? Yeah. Um, and when you shared it with us as parishioners, it was also a personal call, not just for the parish, but like, where am I going? Um, and, and you know, what would you say is um, that, that you've told us, if you could repeat some of it here, um, for, for our own personal sake, where are we going? What, how, how can we discern that and, and know, what to, know what the answer is even? Yeah. So I would say this, that recognizing that oftentimes people get stuck in their old habits and like we want things to get better, but we don't want to change. And they're saying like, they're saying like hey, in the, in the next like 50 years, if I don't change, would I be happy? And to realize that, you know what, actually, God, like God wants more for me in my life than where I'm at right now. He wants me to be a great saint. I'm not living there right now, so I have to be able to, willing to change to embrace that change. Mm-hmm. You know, to follow the Lord back to, uh, back, back to Rome, to say, Lord, I'm going to, I'm going to take, take up my cross and follow you more deeply. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also a good question to ask uniquely to St. Peter's of not comparing to other parishes, but comparing only to St. Peter's. Because it's a unique situation. It's its its own parish. It's its own neighborhood. It's yeah. its own, you know, group of people that have different charisms. And, um, you know, when you think about um, where the parish is going, I know there's been a lot of conversation about, at the very least, it's going in a hospitable route, <laughs> right? Um, a very, like, welcoming environment, you know, open to people, certainly through the work of St. Vincent de Paul, but also, Dave, in, in your passion of welcoming people and making them feel welcome. First of all, why is that 
Why are you so passionate about that? We're all called to, to evangelize wherever God has placed us. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, a friend of mine told me, shared a story about uh, Chick-fil-A. And with a uh, father with loves Chick Fil A. <laughs> I do like Chick Fil A. <laughs> they have a video that they showed to the uh, the employees that everyone who walks through those doors has a story to tell. Mm. It may be a, a father and a son who just lost their their mother and wife, and so they're there just to have a little bit of normalcy in their life, or someone whose um, kids live across the country and. The point is that every one of us has a story to tell. And so when a, a new person comes to St. Peter's or any of our parishes for that matter, they're dealing with something. They have some cross that they're mm-hmm. bearing. And our role as greeters, ushers, hospitality is to make them feel as warm and welcome and know that they're part of a bigger family, a bigger community. It's important for us to share that love, the love of Christ with, with each person that walks through the door. And one of the ways we do that too is, uh, is through door-to-door ministry. Uh, throughout our neighborhood. Uh, we try to go out and uh, invite our, parish, our people in the neighborhood to upcoming events, like our parish's 150th anniversary festival that we had and other things that are going on. While we're out there, we'll uh, knock on the door. We'll tell them we're your friends over at St. Peter's Catholic Church. Ask them if there's anything that they want us to pray for. You know, a lot of times they'll say, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, you know, it's it's still a way for us to connect, and something that's uh, that the Catholic Church isn't really known for. So mm-hmm. it's a little catches people off guard a lot of times. Um, we'll bring a, a little uh, holy card with us that has either the image of the Divine Mercy or some other image that that uh, we want to share with them, and then we'll pray over those people when we're when we're finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember you did a lot of that before the 150th festival last mm-hmm. August, um, not just uh, you know. Um, invite people to come, but also to let them know, hey, the road's going to be closed also, and, and there might be a little noise, uh, but also to welcome them and, and, and pray with them too. And and a lot did, a lot of neighborhood na- neighbors came to the festival, and they did. Um, it turned out great. Yeah, it's important for us to be a good neighbor, you know? Yeah. Um, so important. So, um, you know, Father, uh, what else can you tell us about where the parish might go? So in order for any organization to thrive, it has to play to its strengths, you know? And we're the strengths of St. Peter, but it's our beauty. Mm. Like, we had the most beautiful church in the, in the city. If you don't believe me, you're welcome to show up on 9 15 a.m. Sunday Mass and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Please do come. <laughs> but seeing that, like, that's the draw to St. Peter. So we have to build upon that strength. So, like, what can we do to highlight the beauty of a church? How, how the beauty of a faith given of a, of a life given to the Lord uh, this past February we had uh, art tours at, at our parish we had some members from the Fort Museum of Art they came in and they gave like 45 minute long tours explaining like all the various artistic pieces in the parish and saying about how it like points towards the Lord and how it uses beauty to reveal God's presence there and it was a great success we sold out like four times and we'll have to do it again <laughs> yeah it was a little stressful for the organizer, but <laughs> selling out that many times. But it, yes, we'll, we'll do it a little differently next time. Um, you know, that, an interesting thing about the the art tour was the Fort Wayne Museum of Art came in and studied our you know artwork, our statues, our hand painted uh, Stations of the Cross for several months, and and 
So it was it was more than just a tour of the church. It was a really deep dive into the artwork at St. Peter's that is very unique, even in in Fort Wayne and the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend. Yeah. Um, so, um, Kate, when before we left, you were talking about youth ministry, and I want to go back to that a little bit because I know there's a story of impact that that you had that you wanted to share. Yeah, it's the reason we want to do what we want to do, and that's oh, bring kids to Christ. So, um, for middle school youth group, we have our middle schoolers, and then we also have a few high schoolers who help, and we have our other youth ministers besides myself. Shout out to Gabe Rodriguez and Teresa Haruna. They're amazing and fantastic. Um, and one of the things that we were covering in youth group is um, blessed are those who mourn. And that's kind of hard to do for young kids to teach them, you know, it's okay to be sad. And Christ, you know, if you journey on that way of sorrow with Christ, he is going to bless you. And so one of the things that we did for that night is we had all of the youth ministers um, go and pray with each kid by themselves. And, um, and it was, it was a really, really incredible moment. And I had um, two of the high school boys come up to me afterwards and say, we cried so hard. I haven't cried that hard in so long. Wow. Just having someone <laughs> sit with me and be willing to pray with me about the stuff that was, that was difficult in my life. Mm. And I felt so seen and so loved. That was awesome. <laughs> so that was um, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why, um, that's why we want to continue doing the ministry work at St. Peter's and growing our parish and really presenting these, these kids and teens and people and just putting them in front of Jesus yeah. and having him love them. Absolutely. That's amazing. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I want to thank, uh, I don't know how to say this last name. Father, do you know the last uh, name here? That's a baby Bogenschutz. That's my sister's baby. Who is currently well the due date was yesterday oh so any day now any minute now. Any, any minute now uh we don't know the uh, we, we, so we don't know the name but i'm pretty sure that that, that, that if our parish that if our parish reaches its goal she'll tell us the name on air so, <laughs> uh, if you want to find, find, find the name of my niece or nephew please donate that's that's excellent so so they've pledged the baby has pledged the baby has pledged uh, yes. and saint peter's is the home of his future or her future baptism um Julie Workman apparently has been busy over here. Yeah, um, magically, I pledged. Pledging, uh, thank you, Julie. Tim Hake, Dave McDonald as well. Thank you, Dave. Tracy Signs, Craig Hall, and Mary Beth Leininger. Uh, Mary Beth, we wish you were here. We know you're busy, so um, thanks for pledging. Again, you can donate now at RedeemerRadio.com and click the, the Give Now button. Um, or you could call us. We have a lot of volunteers here, 260-436-9598. Or you can text the word GIVE. G-I-V-E to 260-436-9598. Um, we are trying to get $3,000 for this hour for St. Peter's for the work and mission of Redeemer Radio. And again, if you give a monthly gift of $15 or more, you get an insulated travel mug. Um, or a monthly gift of $25 or more, you get the travel mug and a chance to win a free trip to the Holy Land with Redeemer Radio on their pilgrimage next October. Uh, so call now, again, 260-436-9598. So, Father, uh, you've shared this story before, um, I think last year when we were here, but Redeemer Radio played a big role in your formation as a student at Bishop Dwenger. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember driving to Dwenger every day, and I'd always, and always, ha and always have Redeemer Radio on the, on the, on the, on the dial. So listening to every day, listening to Catholic Answers, you know, just think like how much of my faith came from 
just listen to the radio. And when you were doing that, were you trying to like, you know, pseudo debate Catholic answers? Were you trying to learn something, or were you like <laughs> really diving into like, oh, this is definitely what I believe, and so you know, this is confirming all all these thoughts that I have. I think it was just learning more about the faith. Yeah. Yeah. What drew you to, to want to listen? Re high school students, I wouldn't say, are a typical audience of Redeemer Radio, but, <laughs> you know, what what drew you to that as a high school student? Yeah. So I would say it was just, I would say it was having, a, I would, I would say it was having an encounter with the Lord through youth ministry back then. You know, like I encountered Jesus in the Eucharist and since then, like, I couldn't get, I, I, I couldn't get enough of him. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, like that's like the beginning of our faith is not learning more, but it's encountering the Lord more fully. Mm -hmm. And then, like once you encounter Him, you want to learn more. Right. I'll tell you the feast day of Saint Anselm, and he has this famous phrase that he believes not to understand, but he understands in, in order in order to believe, or faith seeks to understand. Whichever, whichever one that is, <laughs> <laughs> and seeing that. You first have to believe before you want to know, and all the times we try to try to do, we try to do, do is, like, is, is, is teach the faith as like it's like as a, as like a logical thing. It's not a logical thing; it's a relational thing. So, um, did you know in high school and, and and listening to Redeemer Radio and and going to the retreats that you went to? Did you know and, and did you sense a call of the priesthood, or was that later when you got to college? So I probably first felt the call to the priesthood when I was in high school, but back then I wanted to not be weird and be normal, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't tell people, and, 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 and I ended up just like just just going through the motions of like going to college. It wasn't until I was in, I was at college that I realized you know what I have to I, I have to like follow this this follow, follow this desire. You asked yourself the question, where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you answered that question the way you did. Um, okay, we are halfway to our goal uh, with 10 minutes to go. Um, so we are, I guess that halfway is, I'm do, doing the math in my head, this should be easier, $1,500. Um, so please give us a call at 260-436-9598 or give on Redeemer Radio, uh, give online at RedeemerRadio.com or text the word give to 260-436-9598. Again, we're halfway to our goal. Uh, we would love for your support during this hour for St. Peter's. Um, so, um, yeah, um, I forgot the follow-up question I had from that because I got distracted. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, Julie, you are also part of Rosary Sodality. Yep. And there's been some, some good uh, progress from, from your ladies in Rosary Sodality in our pledge list today. Mary Beth Leininger's a Rosary Sodality All right, girl, yeah, too. Thank you, Mary Beth. <laughs> and also Carolyn Smock, thank you for your pledge as well. I just saw that. Um, so tell me, what is Rosary Sodality? Um, what's the ministry like? Who's who's involved? Um, it's open to any of the women of the parish, and we pretty much get together. We have a rosary that we say together for intentions, and we always pray for the parish and, you know, for all the fallen away Catholics. And um, then we um, try to do some events that... Um, serve the parish so we try to do a little service like we're having an easter egg hunt which was supposed to be last week but it rained so <laughs> so it's this week and then we also will do um like we we at one time put in the bulletin how we came through our journey to saying the rosary you know how do you get past that oh i have to say my rosary to mm -hmm. where 
I love to say my rosary, mm -hmm. you know, and so so each of us gave our story, you know, how we came to that. So. It's it's and then we socialize too. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of that. There's a lot of As you should. <laughs> and you guys are doing a book study soon, right? Yes, we are. And don't ask me the name of the book, but it has to do with peace in your life. It's <laughs> searching for and maintaining peace by Dr. That's it. by uh, Father, Father Jacques, Jacques Philippe. Philippe. Yeah, we're, we're just wonderful. getting ready to start it. We just ordered the books. So excellent, great. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to let everybody know that if we get three more pledges, uh, we will qualify for a five hundred dollar bonus. Oh. So Exciting. Uh, if you've been on the fence, give us a call 260-436-9598 or text the word give to that same number or give online at RedeemerRadio.com. And Patricia Vo, thank you for your pledge. Um, all right. What else is happening at St. Peter's these days that you're excited about? So I'll say that my favorite thing that we do at St. Peter's is we have this group called Little Flowers Girls Club <laughs> in which there's like all these like little flowers like girls like fifth grade and under and they come to st peter's once 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 a month for mass and they have like activities that they do and they make flowers and talk about virtues and it's really it's really cute <laughs> uh, we also have uh, uh kids uh adoration first and third tuesdays from 11 a.m to noon where there's like all these like kids just show up and they and an adoration for an hour and and, 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 and they're just just, really, really just to see them and see the life and they have and they have um, a meal afterwards together, and they do arts and crafts and stuff. So that's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And then we also have a few uh, groups for young adults as well. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. We have a young adult book club, which meets sporadically on Tuesdays. We <laughs> go through various books. I don't know. It's a book club. Yeah. And and, you know, and, and <laughs> I have a group to help young men get better at dating. <laughs> Because I know very many nice young single ladies, and the guys aren't up to their standards, so we have to help the guys out. <laughs> and and that was really what what came from that is is you were talking to all these young single women, and they were saying like we just are looking for men who are ready to date us, and and so you saw that need, and so well, we yeah. can have a group for that. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's turned out well. There are people that come, and and you're giving them formation. We're trying. We're yeah. trying. <laughs> what I'm learning is that I can't solve society's problems by myself. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Who could have imagined that? <laughs> the lesson of a young pastor, actually. Right? <clears throat> Excellent. Um, but if you but, but if but if you but if you know but if you know someone who's single and is needs help looking better at dating, uh, send me an email, and we can work on that. What's your email? frpatrick at stpetersfortwayne.org, all spelled out. Excellent, Dave. What is, what are you excited about at the parish these days? I'm excited about all the new families, the young families that are coming there. Um, St. Peter's has just been, you know, it was always very difficult for me as a dad to find a parish where I felt like all my family members were being fed. Like they, were, mm -hmm. they made a connection. It was either I was connected and my wife wasn't or my wife is connected and some of my kids weren't. And then we, we really feel like St. Saint, Saint Peter's has become our family home <clears throat> where we can grow old together. That's beautiful. So that's been great. Yeah. I Kate, feel, I feel oh, like I feel like I feel like we should give a shout out to Parker Moss. He's our yes. organistic choir yeah. director. <laughs> He's great. He's phenomenal. Phenomenal is exactly it. So Parker, if you're listening, thank you. Also, please pledge. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Yeah, he's amazing on the organ. Oh, yeah, such an art to to know how to play the organ. And, and we does it so stole well. him from St. Mary's Decatur. <laughs> we didn't did steal. 
<laughs> Kate, what are you excited about right now at St. Peter's? I am really excited um, for the whole parish to be caught on fire with God's love and with the Holy Spirit. So I'm excited for all of the new upcoming events that we're, we have going on and watching all of these young families come in and, um, and seeing people really, really become more invested in their faith and have this desire to grow deeper in their faith and to spread, um, to spread their faith to other people. So that's what I'm excited about is all the things. Yeah, excellent. Great. Hey, we did hit our $500 bonus. So Woo-hoo! thank you for Yay! calling in your pledges, uh, Jane and Sarah. Um, and again, we've got about four more minutes and you can uh, help us get to our goal of $3,000 for this hour by texting the word give to 260-436-9598 or you can call that number 260-436-9598 or give online at RedeemerRadio.com and click the Give Now button. Our total at this point is $2,195. So um, we're almost there. Help us get there in the next few minutes. We'd be so grateful for the mission of, of Redeemer Radio. Um, Julie, what are you excited about right now? I am excited because Father let me start a, hopefully it continues, <laughs> way of the cross for loved ones who have fallen away from the faith. Mm. And we've had it twice so far. And first time we had a great showing, second time was on on Good Friday. And I think that people, you know, some people had to work and things like that. And we didn't have quite as many people. But um, if we're going to have it again, I'll make sure it gets in all the bulletins <clears throat> across, you know, the diocese so that everyone is invited because we all have people who have fallen away. Yeah. That, that's, 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 where, that's, where, that's where the big prayers in people's life is like for loved ones that fall away from the faith. It's important that we ask the Lord to just touch their hearts, you know? Mm-hmm. So what, what's involved if, if they do come? What, what will... Um, it's just show up and it's, it's, um, it's fairly long. It's not, a short, I will say it's a sacrifice, but it's I think that's it, yeah. what we have to do for our, ch- our children and family members and friends. And, um, you know, we provide the book. So, um, if you just show up, it's, you know, it's a great experience for me. And I, I think others that have shown up, it, it was good for them. And, um, in it, it, it kind of wakes you up to the fact that, have you done what you need to do to help these people come back? You know, have mm-hmm. I failed them? You know, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. And so when is this again? Well, we haven't planned the next okay. one yet, but I will make sure. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about first Sundays, but okay. we're not playing on, on air. We're just what you talked about. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't been official, but yeah, we were talking about the first Sunday of the month at three o'clock because that's the hour of mercy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And speaking of that, St. Peter's had uh, a few new additions to the parish this Easter vigil, right? Yes, yes, yes. So we brought in four people in, into the church, one baptism, uh, three confirmations, and one person just brought into the church. And it's just very beautiful it's to see growth, you know? Like that's like that's a sign that we're, that we're going the right direction, is that people see our way of life and say, I want to, I want, I want to live like that. I want to be a part of this group. I want to encounter Christ with these people. Yeah, the business side of me wants to say that's a 400% increase over last year. <laughs> last year was zero, so it's, a, it's, so it's an infinite percent increase. That's right. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, and, and so what what is RCAA like at St. Peter's? Uh, so RCAA, it's led by Meg Hanlon. Shout out to Meg Hanlon. And she um, like walks with each person and the kids, like, gives them the faith. Uh, Meg's someone that's very loving, but also very blunt. 
<laughs> and she's just great at it. She uh, so she so she so she so she taught taught at Lures for many many years. So she has experts in all questions. Mm-hmm. And so um, and and they met throughout the year and, and yep yep yep. Uh, so they would come to mass on Sundays, and afterwards they would just talk. Oh, there was talking in Paris Hall for about an hour, just like going through the catechism and talking about what it means to say yes to the church, say yes to Christ. Mm-hmm. And and do you know, you know, collectively among them, like what drew them to St. Peter's in particular? Uh, I'm going to say the beauty of the church. Yeah. You know, so so for parishioners in order to get to St. Peter's, like they, 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 they drive past like two or three other churches, you know, so... If you want the most, so if you want the most beautiful church in town, you have to drive a little, a little bit further than than, than, everyone, than everyone else. Mm-hmm. But it's worthwhile just to encounter the Lord in that way. Yeah, and would you say that that's probably the same answer for? There's a lot of new young families that are coming to St. Peter's, and and would you say that's the same? Is that that's what they're looking for? Is the beauty of of not just the the church itself, but the beauty of the liturgy and how the yeah. mass is celebrated? Yeah, 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 yeah. So people say that like they come here because of the church, but also like the people here are reverent as well, like. They know why they're coming to mass. It's not just a check, it's not like it's not just like they took check, check a box off, but it's just to encounter the Lord. Um, and and I personally go because of the smell of the incense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ever ever since you changed to the to the nicer version of the incense, and, and I was like, oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, we have uh, just a few minutes left. Um, and if you want to give um, to help us to get to our $3,000 goal, uh, you can text the word GIVE to 260-436-9598 or call now at that same number, 260-436-9598 or give online at RedeemerRadio.com. It looks like Redeemer Radio has an app, right? Or on the Redeemer Radio app. Yes, if you're listening on the app, you can give right there. Thanks, Kate. You're welcome. <laughs> it's... Four three six nine five nine eight, and just text give. Yeah, text the word give. Father's giving live right now. Wow, that was so easy <laughs> on the air. <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, thank you guys for being here. It was great to have this conversation about St. Peter's. Um, and the future and where we are going. Mm-hmm. Um, would you offer a prayer as we close our hour? Sure. The Father's most amen. amen. Heavenly Father, <clears throat> you guide us through our life. Give us the grace to turn more fully to thy heart, more fully to thy will, as you direct our future. As you pray, all glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. end. Amen. amen. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much. We will be back in just a few minutes to Redeemer Radio's Spring Sherathon with Rekindle the Fire and the men from Rekindle the Fire. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Sherathon on 106.3 FM, WRDF, Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM, WRDI, Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now. But you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. There's so many other people out there who are in the same shoes that, that I was. People who are just opening up to the faith, you know, for whatever reason, 
there's an openness, there's a curiosity in their heart. And Redeemer Radio is one way that is really, I mean, literally broadcasting the faith, but even just in a figurative way, broadcasting it so that they could receive. I mean, these are people who are receptive. Um, and I've heard stories of this, of, of people who were just driving around town and somehow, you know, scanning through the channels, came across Redeemer Radio, and maybe even were really angry at the answers they were hearing through the programs. But after a while, started to realize like there's a consistency in what was being taught, and it challenged them. And they, you know, did research. They struggled. They wrestled with those, you know, topics or questions, and came to realize that they agreed with it. That they saw the truth in it. Um, so in that way, I think it's a. I think Redeemer Radio is a great tool of evangelization of of literally broadcasting the faith. Let the Holy Spirit work through your generosity. Give securely online by going to RedeemerRadio.com and click Give Now or call 260-436-9598. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by making a monthly gift. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on share and allow us to focus on future needs. All donors who make a monthly gift of $15 or more will receive a fun travel mug that reminds you to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Monthly gifts of $25 or more receive the travel mug plus entry for a free trip to the Holy Land. Please call or give online today so your contribution can amplify the voice of the Creator. Hey there, I'm Nancy from Catholic Sprouts, and I am honored to support the mission of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media. Please consider joining me in this effort by giving so that through your gift, Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media can continue to offer encouragement and hope where it is most needed. Redeemer Radio began almost 20 years ago to respond to the most urgent need of Catholics at that time, which was solid apologetics and faith formation. Since then, the world has undergone unprecedented change. While Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the tools for evangelization must adjust to best speak to the longing of the human heart in the current culture. In our time, with a decrease of Christian values, there's also been an increase in loneliness, isolation, and division. Redeemer Radio invites the heart to listen so that we can amplify the voice of the Creator. Together, we can journey toward the fulfillment of life in Christ. Now more than ever, Redeemer Radio needs your prayers, encouragement, and support. Help us continue sharing Christ across the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend and beyond. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio Sherathon. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station.